Hello and welcome to night number nine of 31 Nights of Frights, year four, the Stephen King of Horror. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Night nine takes us to a definite cult classic, but wasn't extremely well received when it first came out by both critics and audiences. So let's announce the movie starring Corey Haim and Gary Busey. This is the 1985 Daniel Atias directed Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet tells the story of Marty Koslaw, a paraplegic boy who is convinced that all the weird murders that are happening in his town are caused by a werewolf. This is a movie that I have seen many times over the years. It seemed to have a pretty big run on basic cable. Things like TNT and TBS would run it quite a bit. I think it ran on AMC as well. But I've seen it in many different forms. I've seen it in its edited TV form, as well as its uncut form, which I think I saw on HBO or Cinemax or one of those different premium channels. Either way, this movie is a cult favorite, and it's a heck of a lot of fun. I think it's well-deserved that audiences love it today and still look back on it fondly. I think one of the things that actually helps the movie is that this screenplay was written by Stephen King himself. He adapted it from his own 1983 novella, Cycle of the Werewolf. One of the fun things about this movie is that it wastes no time with a kill. The opening scene is a decapitation, and it's surprising. Even though we don't actually see it happen, it's just a little odd that the fake decapitated head appears to have a different hair color than the unfortunate actor who lost his head. Little things like that that appear to be errors, I think are fun in a movie. It gives it a little bit of a charm and character. It also might be one reason why people think of this movie as a cult favorite, because it does have some issues to it but it's a fun film throughout. One thing about this movie that I really like is, in fact, the casting. I think Corey Haim is great as Marty. I like how the relationship between him and his sister feels very realistic overall. We get Gary Busey as the lovable drunk Uncle Red, and even have a great villain turn by actor Everett McGill, who plays Reverend Lowe. Normally, I would say that that's a spoiler warning, but the thing about it is, the movie is extremely predictable. If you don't see it coming that that the Reverend is the werewolf, then I don't know. I think maybe you should watch more films because it's pretty obvious throughout the movie. And I don't even mean that as an insult to the movie or you, the listener, if you have not seen this and you didn't see that big plot twist coming. It's just obvious. It might have actually been more fun if it was more of a whodunit type of idea, but the movie doesn't focus on the whodunit aspect very much. We all know that Wes Craven did that with the movie Cursed, and Cursed wasn't really that great of a film, even in its unrated form. So maybe it was actually a good idea to release the movie not as a who's the werewolf, who's doing the killing, but instead focusing on a cat and mouse style story between Marty and Reverend Lowe. It's probably fine that the movie went this route because it's a fun film either way. Because Silver Bullet is a cat and mouse style film, the scenes between Marty and Reverend Lowe are actually very intense as far as their 
I know that you know who I am and you know my secret, it makes it for a fun viewing. It even allows us as the viewer to see a great nightmare sequence of Reverend Lowe's. During this moment, we get to see a whole church of churchgoers turn into werewolves. It's a great sequence and probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. I will say that I think the whole design of the werewolf is not very good. It just looks cheap to me. I know we can't go into every single movie wanting an American werewolf style awesome werewolf. We can't do that. It's unfair to every werewolf movie that's come out. But that is the be all end all and judgment. I don't think a werewolf film will ever top an American werewolf in London. It's just what we got here isn't great. It's actually very strange because when Everett McGill's character of Reverend Lowe, when he's changing back into human form, the change back to human actually doesn't look bad. So why in the world does the transformation in the actual werewolf creature himself look bad? I don't know. Either way, it's not enough to ruin my enjoyment or yours if you're a fan of this movie or if you've never seen it. It still holds up because it's a fun movie. It's a strong movie. It's well written. It even has a surprising amount of blood and gore, which we don't see a whole lot of in Stephen King adaptations. Probably one of the last things I want to talk about on Silver Bullet is that the movie seems to have a mean streak mixed with some dark humor about it. Especially with a girl who is about to commit suicide, she proceeds to get violently attacked and killed by the werewolf. The scene does have a payoff a little bit later in the movie that I think was a pretty good reference to the earlier event. We also get some severely politically incorrect comments such as when someone says about cripples always wind up on welfare and they should all be electrocuted to balance the budget. I don't know if that was supposed to be humorous or or if it was just meant to prove that the character in the film was a scumbag. But again, we get a proper payoff because that same character we get to see gloriously killed and I have to say, good riddance. There's also some really funny moments with the town militia deciding they are going to find the killer in the town with one character being asked by his wife if he's gonna make lemonade in his pants. So we do get quite a bit of funny dialogue. I don't know if it's actually bad dialogue, but it is definitely humorous. With all the politically incorrect statements made by some of the various characters and some of the humorous moments, I think this is a movie that we could only get in the 80s. I do have to say that town witch hunt scene is probably my second favorite scene in the movie next to the nightmare sequence from Reverend Lowe that I said about earlier. Overall, Stephen King's Silver Bullet is a blast to watch. It breezes by, it never drags or anything. Is it a truly great horror movie? No, it definitely isn't. However, it is fun for those 90 minutes or so of your time. So in that respect, it doesn't have to be a great movie or a great horror movie for that matter. We have a film that sits firmly and comfortably in its cult status. And that, honestly, is exactly where it should be. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. 31 Nights of Frights is, of course, a part of the Adam Analyzes podcast. This is my seasonal horror movie rundown for 31 days. 
for the month of October. There is three other years of 31 Nights of Frights available on AdamAnalyzes.com. If you would like to reach out to me and do not do the whole social media thing, you can do so at AdamAnalyzesPodcast at gmail.com. If you do have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. Or if you're enjoying it, just simply tell some friends about it, as that'll allow me to create new content as well as reach new listeners. Plus, as you've heard me say before, I just simply love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night. I'll see you back here tomorrow for night number 10 of 31 Nights of Frights.